0: I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. That would be me. And it's lovely to have you here today. How are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? For some, as you're listening, that might be the first time you've actually gotten present to what you're doing today. So I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a fabulous day. I'm certainly having a fabulous day. I have just wrapped up two coaching sessions with the winners of my free coaching sessions that were awarded for people who showed up live in my Speaking with Work- speaking with Impact workshop series this week. And they were magical. They were just magical sessions and if you're a little bit curious about what made them so magical then I highly encourage you to go and watch them. They are in the Speaking With Confidence Facebook group and you can have a watch. Those two conversations plus the work that I've been doing this week in the Speaking With Impact workshop series has inspired this week's episode. This week's episode is back to back to the OG format, back to the original format. It's just me chatting with you. There's no interview, there's no guest, it's just me. And what I want to talk today about is where does confidence come from? Where does confidence come from? I've been doing this podcast now for four years. I have been running the business now for nearly four years. And What never ceases to fill my heart and also break my heart is, well, what fills my heart is people recognizing just how fabulous and magical and awesome and skillful and talented they are. What breaks my heart is how we tell ourselves that we're not enough. And in fact, enoughness was a bit of a theme this week in the workshops. And a lack of enoughness, feeling like we're not enough, is another way of talking about how we don't feel confident. We don't feel like we have enough to offer. And so I think this piece around where does confidence come from is really important for us to understand. So where does confidence come from? You think for a moment. Think about the areas of your life that you're confident in. Think about the areas of your life that you know you're good at. Where does that confidence come from? Well, that confidence comes from experience. It comes from training. It doesn't come from training alone. And in fact, one of the things that I often hear, in fact, I heard it from one of um, the coaches earlier, I taught myself, so therefore it's not real. It's not good enough. So training's often not enough, even if we've dived deep into a topic. But we get our confidence from our training. We get our confidence from experience. We get our confidence from tangible evidence, from feedback. Now that feedback might be from clients, it might be from other people or it, be, it will be from producing the results that we wanted to produce which is why we can, have, we can be confident in certain areas whilst not confident in others. So for example, yes, I'm a confident speaker. I'm a very confident speaker. Give me a stage, give me a microphone and I'm a pretty happy camper. But as I was telling the story this week to the workshop participants, when I was sitting as Brisbane's Chief Digital Officer, I was fantastic on a stage and I was at home and I was having a ball. But when it came to informing policy change, when it came to informing programs, I wasn't getting anything over the line. In fact, I found it really frustrating. And so I started telling myself that I was no good at my whole job, not just at that part of my job but the whole job because what I wasn't doing and it took me a little while to realize it, but what I wasn't doing was I wasn't taking my listener on the journey. I was taking them a step too far. I was asking them to jump over a massive pond of lily pads rather than to step them across a couple at a time and once I clocked that, once I went back to my communication foundations and took my listener on a journey and I met them where they were at, then I was able to produce the results that I wanted in that part of my job as well. For those of us in service-based businesses, we forget this evidence. So, you know, I've just run a, wo- a week worth of workshops. I've got, been getting a lot of feedback. I've been getting a lot of feedback about how good I am at teaching and presenting and being authentic and showing other people how they can be the same. But it's ephemeral. That feeling, that service disappears. It's not like a physical product. It's not like a piece of art that you can see on a wall. It's it disappears. I distinctly remember one time when I was um, I was walking around the block here in my local suburb, and the council gardeners were working on the garden and the memorial garden, the Anzac Memorial Garden at the bottom of my street. And it was early, it was about six o'clock in the morning and the gardeners had all of the seedlings lined up for the um, garden beds that they were about to plant. And I looked at it and I was so envious because they could see what needed to be done at the start of the day and I knew that by the end of the day they would be able to see where they had been. And if they were to come back in a week's time, they would see the evidence of their labour, literally the fruit of their labour. I'm guessing that those gardeners don't lack confidence in their ability to plant a garden. They've got evidence. They know that they know their stuff. They know that they know how to do their job. But when we're service-based professionals, when we are selling what's in our head, we don't have that same evidence. And so where our stories come from is the story, sorry, where our confidence comes from is the stories that we tell ourselves. Where our confidence comes from is the stories we tell ourselves. Now, here's, here's the doozy. Most of the stories that we tell ourselves are the stories that we picked up as a kid, are the stories that we picked up at school or are the stories of our negative experiences as an adult because they're the, they're the standout moments, right? We put far more weight into the mistakes, into the failures, into the coulda, shoulda, wouldas than we do into the that was really good, that was really good. So if confidence comes from the stories we tell ourselves, it's really important that we tell ourselves good stories. And the reason this came home to me so powerfully this week is because part of my Earn the Right framework, which is a framework for introducing yourself at the start of any presentation, and it has become the framework for overcoming imposter syndrome – Part of that framework is the brag bag stories and we've had a lot of conversations this week about how people aren't comfortable bragging about themselves. We have a problem with sounding arrogant. We have a problem with sounding cocky. We need to get better at telling our win stories because we have no issue, no issue with telling our failure stories. No issue with recounting our I should have done it this way stories. So a brag bag story is literally a a story that illustrates why you do what you do, why you care. Your brag bag stories can also be client wins, client successes the fact that you've been in business for more than six months, the fact that you've been in business for 20 years, as was the case with one of my coaches, the fact that you've been in small business and you now hire 17 staff. Our brag bag stories come from a whole host of areas, but here's the thing. Our brag bag stories are like the plants that those gardeners planted that day in the local park. They're physical evidence of where we've been. They're physical evidence of what we've done. So our brag bag stories aren't just about being able to speak with confidence. They're not just about being able to take a stage, whatever kind of stage it is that you want to take. Our brag bag stories are where our confidence comes from. Our brag bag stories help us to see and remember and collect evidence of the good, of the wins, of the value, of the benefit, of the difference that we make to our clients, to our families, to our communities. I didn't realise when I first started teaching the Earn the Right Framework that one of the key inhibitors... To confidence when people say to me oh but I just can't I just don't I just, I just don't understand the value that I bring I, I, I don't know that I'm good enough. I, I, there's plenty of other people who can do better than me. It's because we attribute more meaning to other people's stories than we do to our own because we hear their stories and we go oh yeah they're better than us not because they're better than us but because it's evidence that's been presented to us and we haven't taken the same amount of time to craft or to identify, just to identify our own stories. So what I would invite you to do is take some time to collect a mental collection of your brag bag stories. If you're uncomfortable with the word brag, your evidence stories, (laughs) the evidence of the good, the evidence of the value, the evidence of the wins, the evidence of the progress, the evidence of where you've been in the world. I mean, if you were to come back from an overseas holiday, actually you don't even need to come back from an overseas holiday now. You, I was about to talk about when you used to come back from an overseas holiday, you'd have a slide night to show all of your family and friends where you've been. Now you just post it to Instagram as you go and that's all fine. There's evidence. There's evidence. There's evidence of your trip. Your brag bag stories are the evidence of your trip through life. Your brag bag stories are the evidence of your trip through your professional career to date. So take some time and go looking for that evidence. Take some time and go looking for those flowers, those plants, those physical artefacts Make them as tangible as you can and give yourself a boost of confidence that lasts longer than just today's client feedback. I honestly think that's all I want to say on this one. So it's a delightfully short episode. Delightfully short. If you are listening to this during the second week of February, so pretty much close to release date, you might still be able to access the recordings of the Speaking with Impact workshop series. And it was epic. It really was epic. It was probably one of the best workshop series I've done of this kind ever. That was because the people who showed up were just delightful in their willingness to share and in their vulnerability. So, if you would like to learn more about how to collect your thoughts really quickly, how to land your message every time and how to overcome imposter syndrome and if you'd also like to get my blueprint for speaking with impact then I highly, highly, highly like just please, just please come and watch the replays. I will pop the link to the, where, to the page where you can get the replays into the show notes and if you happen to then click on that link after they're gone, then just message me and say, Kat, I've just listened to this episode. Can you please tell me how I can see the replays? Because I can't leave it live forever. I can't. But um, that's that's the way to do it. If you're listening in real time, if you're listening in February, then the doors to the Impactful Presenters Program are currently open and it's going to be the most magical program I've ever run, again, because of the people who are signing up. So if you want to speak with greater authority, confidence, authenticity and impact in any and all of your speaking scenarios, not just on stages, in meetings, in one-on-one conversations, on social media reels, if you want to host webinars, if you want to lead your team better, this program, it will help. And um, you can check all of that out at the Impactful Presenter's website. That's impactfulpresenters.com. So yes, if you want to watch the replays of the Speaking with Impact workshop series, there were three workshops, they were 30 minutes each and you can even watch them on high speed. Click the link in the show notes of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if the link doesn't work anymore, just message me and ask. That's it. That's all I've got. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please do yourself a favor and go and start collecting some of those brag bag stories because I'm convinced. It's a fact. Confidence comes from the stories we tell ourselves confidence comes from the stories we tell ourselves so go find the stories to tell yourself that will give you confidence i look forward to seeing you next week on the podcast for another episode who knows what we're going to cover but it will be goodness just like this one in the meantime i hope you have a river of a day and here's to confidence and here's to impact i'll see you really soon